Hello everyone, uh, it's my great pleasure and honour to introduce James Condon uh, from Australia. He is Commissioner with Salvation Army, also Chair of our National Day of uh, Fasting and Prayer in, uh, Committee in Australia, and that's where I got to know uh, James. Um, he's been on mission on in quite a few countries, I think, uh, but especially I remember we've discussed about Papua New Guinea and he uh, really helped me with Papua New Guinea. Um, he, what I love about James, James is his great humility and high Christian integrity. He walks in great wisdom and is able to simplify, you know, the day-to-day -day Christian living principles uh, and explain it in such a, um, uh, you know, uh, easy and uh, um, manner. So without wasting any more time, I invite uh, uh, James. Thank you, James. Good morning to you all, brothers and sisters uh, from around the world. It's morning here in Australia and where I am, it's just gone past 9am. Great to be sharing with you. Uh, thanks for the privilege and opportunity and thanks to Anjali for her kind introduction. Um, in thinking about this morning, I, I felt directed towards repentance. It's something that I'm passionate about. And I do believe that repentance is the key to revival. Hence my focus uh, for this morning. Repentance, the key to revival, or repentance, the key to the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And so I want to begin our session together this morning by reading from Psalm 51, which will be familiar to most, if not all of you. Psalm 51. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions, wash away all my iniquity, and cleanse me from sin. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Against you, and you only, have I sinned, and done what is evil in your sight, so that you are proved right when you speak, and justified when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Surely you desire truth in the inner parts. You teach me wisdom in the inmost place. Cleanse me with hyssop and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquity. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Then... I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will turn back to you. Save me from blood guilt, O God, the God who saves me. And my tongue will sing of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. You do not delight in sacrifice or I bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit and a broken and a contrite heart. O oh God, you will not despise. 
in your good pleasure, make Zion prosper. Build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then there'll be righteous sacrifices, whole burnt offerings to delight you. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. Amen. Amen. Father God, I commit our time together to you today. Holy Spirit of God, we welcome you as we share together in these minutes, moments of teaching, of reflection and prayer. Speak to us, God, from your word, from our worship and through our prayers. Lead us, guide us. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I want to share with you, by the way of teaching, what I'm calling Steps to Real Repentance based on Psalm 51. Steps to Real Repentance. David in Psalm 51 refers to sin in three ways. Sin, iniquity, and transgression. And each of those words has a unique meaning. Transgression is rebellion against God's authority and law. Iniquity is a distortion of what should be. And sin is missing God's mark. David also says that his sin is deep. There is no minimizing of it or excusing it. So the first step in relation to our sin, our iniquity, our transgression, is to cry out to God for mercy. And that's exactly what David does in verse 1. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. He cries out to God on the basis of what he knows of God's character and also what he knows of God's unfailing love. Steps to real repentance. Step one, cry out to God for mercy. Step two, own up to our sin and acknowledge God's holiness. Yes, David's sin hurt multiple people. He committed adultery. He planned a murder. He tried to cover it all up. And yet in verse four, which I've just read, he says, against you only have I sinned and done what is evil. How can that be? Well, I come back to what I said sin was, the missing of God's mark. Yes, our sin does hurt others, but ultimately, Sin is against God. And so we need to own up to our sin and acknowledge the holiness of God, the greatness of God in who he is. Next step, looking to Jesus. Now, David doesn't actually say that, but in verse 7, he says, Cleanse me with hyssop and I shall be clean. And hyssop signifies purification with blood, as recorded in Exodus 24. And he knows that blood 
can make him clean. Wash me, he says, and I will be whiter than snow. The cleansing blood that we know of is through Jesus' death on the cross. And in 1 John 1 verse 7, we read, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus purifies us, purifies us from all sin. And so look to Jesus. Then moving on in our psalm, next step to repentance is to ask God to break and heal you. I'm in my senior years now, but I remember I became a Christian at 17. And I remember going to a Salvation Army church for the first time and hearing them sing, Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me, break me. And I thought, what does that mean? To be broken. But years on, decades later, I do know what it is to be broken. And so in moving forward in repentance, we ask God to break us and to heal us. And David prays in verse 8, let the bones you have crushed rejoice. I want to say this, it's painful at times when we become aware of our sin and it's very confronting when we become aware how unholy we are against the holiness of God. It's never pleasant. A doctor resents a broken bone God breaks us, God sets us, and God heals us. And the next step to real repentance from Psalm 51 is in verse 11. Do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Uh, we live in a world, there are churches, sadly, and people with no sense of the presence of the Holy Spirit no infilling of the Holy Spirit, no baptism of the Holy Spirit. Do not take your Holy Spirit from me, David prays. An interesting prayer. And when David becomes aware of his sin and is so confronted by what he has done, he realises that the Spirit is at work within him because it's the Holy Spirit that convicts of sin. Maybe we've been discouraged because of our sin, our iniquity, our transgression. And even to the point of saying, can God love me? Can God love me? David says, don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Next step, verses 12 to 15 from our psalm. Give thanks and proclaim truth. Give thanks and proclaim truth. And in verses 12 to 15, David asked God to make him so joyful about his salvation that he can't help but proclaim the gospel to others. What does he say? Open my lips, Lord, and my, my, my mouth will declare your praise. That's an important step in our journey through repentance, to give thanks and to proclaim truth. 
And sometimes we think we're unworthy because of our sin and could not possibly be used by God to serve others. But when we are forgiven, our joy returns. He says, restore to me the joy of salvation. Our joy returns and spurs us on, inspires us to share the good news with everyone. Next step to repentance, be determined about your obedience. Be determined about your obedience and resolve to make a complete turnaround because that's part of repentance. Unless we turn around or if you like turn away, we're likely to repeat the same sin again. If we're truly repentant and truly sorry for our sin and genuinely ask and receive forgiveness from God, then we allow God's grace to work in our heart and our life through obedience to his will. I read this by a Puritan pastor, Thomas Watson. Till sin be bitter, Christ will not be sweet. Till sin be bitter, Christ will not be sweet. Thomas Watson. When we come to God, we must determine to obey God. And as the psalmist records in verse 17, he will not despise us. He will not despise. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. Oh God, you will not despise. So when we experience forgiveness and freedom and help through God, because of true repentance, let us determine with God's help to share God's grace and forgiveness and mercy with us and with others and to open our lips proclaiming his praise. Now, time for us to reflect on that teaching this morning. I've asked for a song to be played, a song by Steve Green, which is called I Repent. I regret the hours I have wasted and the pleasures I have tasted that you were never in. And I confess that though your love is in me, it doesn't always win me. When competing with my sin And I repent Making no excuses I repent No one else to blame And I to fall in love with Jesus 
Thank you. What beautiful words, penetrating words. And um, I found myself exactly doing what Steve Green was saying. I repent, making no excuse as I bow down on my knees. I fall in love with Jesus again. May we do that. Now, for some further reflection, um, over the years, I've, I've often spoke about what I've called corporate sins, which people haven't always understood. The focus of David in Psalm um, 51 is really about his sin, um, as we've looked. But as I said, real repentance is the key to the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And so I wanted to spend just a couple of minutes um, speaking about the church and what the church needs to repent of. Now, by the way, I live at Caloundra on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, Australia. I'm the chairman of the um, local Caloundra City Pastors Network, about 35 different churches part of that network. And so I don't make judgment on any individual denomination or any individual church, but I've been around churches in three countries in my journey of leadership. And I think these are some of the things that we need to repent of in order that we may see the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Disunity in the church, lack of prayer, our lukewarmness, our lack of zeal, 
our indifference to the commands of Jesus and our neglect of the word of God. I'll just repeat those. Disunity in the churches, lack of prayer, lukewarmness, being lukewarm, lack of zeal, indifference to the commands of Jesus, and neglect of the word of God. Now, there are only some. There are only some. We could make a list much, much larger than that. But we repent this morning of those sins. And we say this morning, we cry out to God for mercy. We own up to our sin. We acknowledge the holiness of God. We look to Jesus. We ask God to break our churches and to heal our churches that they may come to proclaim truth and walk in obedience and that we see a complete turnaround in the church. So I invite you to join me in a prayer. I realise that we are from many nations across the world, but I'm as a church leader, I'm going to pray now for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on our churches, but beginning with acknowledging these sins and the sins of the church before our great and merciful God this morning. Father God, we come to you this morning and every one of us belongs to a church because it is your body and we fellowship and serve through your local church. And if it's good and healthy, thank you. But if there is disunity, bring unity. If there is lack of prayer, raise up prayer warriors. If there is lukewarmness, Holy Spirit come as fire and fall on the church. If there is lack of zeal for the things of God, Stir up from within a zeal to see your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Forgive us, Lord, for not obeying the commands of Jesus and making our own rules. Forgive us, Lord. Have mercy on us. Break us. Heal us. And where your word is neglected, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May our churches be centered on your word. Holy Spirit of God, come again to your church as we prepare during this coming week for Pentecost Sunday. Lord, May we take time to personally repent for our own sins. I repent. And may we also take time to repent of these sins of the church and many others. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 
Amen. Thank you so much, James, for being with us. 